Hey there, and welcome to We're Just Hairdressers, a podcast founded on the belief that our stylists around the world can be passionate about the artistry of hair design and use their talents to build wealth. I'm your host, Tara Harville. Society tends to look down on hairstylists and doesn't see us as the business-savvy individuals we are. This podcast is all about showing fellow stylists and society that you don't have to choose between being a hairstylist and a wealth builder. We can run a successful company even though we're just hairdressers. I am so excited for episode five where I'll be talking with another amazing stylist. I'm so excited for episode five where I'll be talking with another amazing stylist. Today's guest is quite the young yet successful stylist. She has worked with the stars from The Bachelorette, musicians and bloggers. Let's say hello to Haley Hines. Hi. <laughs> hello, Haley. I'm so excited you were able to join me today. Me I had so much fun meeting you in Nashville. And now I'm so excited. Yes, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. I'm so excited. Yes. Okay. So first thing I want to start off by telling, I want to let everyone know about your background, where you're from, and what made you decide to become a hairstylist? So I just had the hardest time in school and wanting to be there. It was just never something I was interested in or good at, really. I mean, I could if I tried, obviously, but I was just like, no, that's just not something that I'm really wanting to like do. Like, or I was just was never like interested in anything else. I've always, and my mom always used to do my hair like, because I had such thick hair as a kid, I never wanted to straighten it or do anything. So she would always do my hair. And so it always got me like interested in all things hair. I loved doing any type of hair color you could think of to my hair. And so when, when it came to like finishing high school and figuring out, okay, do I want to do college? Do I want to try hair? Of course, I went with the influence of going and trying school because the time like you don't want people to be like oh she's not going to school so (laughs) I went to college for a semester and I was like nope I'm moving back home made my parents go through the trouble of moving me out and moving me back home within one semester and then I was like you know what I'm just gonna do it I'm gonna go to hair school and just see where it goes and it's actually crazy because I only graduated cosmetology school in 2018. Wow. Yes. I I mean, again, like I was telling you, I'm just so impressed by what you've accomplished in such little time. Um, Haley, I love your story. I feel like it is very similar to mine. Um, I as went to one semester of college as well. And, you know, only because I felt like that's what we were supposed to do. Um, but I love that you told that story because that's exactly what we're just hairdressers is the brand is built around is, you know, not only spreading the word, but also telling other hairdressers that we're not just hairdressers. Um, it's, I can't, I'm so excited to get into what you have accomplished in just a short amount of time, but also kind of the reasons why you were able to accomplish those. So thanks for telling me that I'm excited to talk to you about all the things. I know not a lot of people know it hasn't been that long for me, but I just kind of fake it till you make it. Absolutely. I love that. Um, because looking, I mean, you know, I, I literally found you on Instagram and looked at all of your things and was like, I want to work with this girl. I mean, she <laughs> looks like she is the elite. And so 
you know, I can't wait to, and that's why every, all of us want to look, look that way, even though sometimes if we may not be that way on the inside, we want to, we want to be the experts. And so I love the fake it till you make it. I'm all about that for sure. So I know that you recently moved to Nashville from Texas. What made you decide to make that move? So it was a very hard decision, but I had a really steady clientele in Houston that you would be crazy to leave. But with life, I mean, I met my boyfriend now and we dated we dated for seven months long distance. And I was just like having trouble, like thinking long term, if this is the person I'm going to be with and like, why would I stay here just building and building and building when I could potentially leave all that? So it was a very hard, hard decision to come through. And so um, during quarantine, I once they shut down all salons, I was like, you know what? Now's the time to just do it. I know that might be crazy and probably (laughs) the worst time to do it. But I just felt that it was the right thing to do. So after a lot of thinking and nights of thinking like, okay, this is this is crazy. Why are you doing this? You have it going for you in Houston. Like you don't know anybody in Nashville. And so I packed up and got an apartment here and just started promoting, promoting, promoting. There's times I would lose money doing free hair just to get my name out there. And it's it was definitely really hard, but it's starting to slowly pay off. And I'm just, I'm thankful that I did just end up making that move. Yeah, absolutely. So you had a booming clientele in Texas. And so you just decided to move. You didn't have the clientele in Nashville as you had in Texas, right? Yeah, not, no, I had no clients here, but I was working so hard in Houston that I was like, why would I stay here for another year or so when I plan on just wanting to move? And so, um, I just was like, you know, if I did it here within a short, I I got that clientele within probably about six months of going out on my own in Houston. So I was like, you know what, if I can do it there, I can do it in Nashville. But that was not the case within the first couple of months because we had to shut down obviously during quarantine. And it's, it's been, it's been, there's been many nights where I'm like, you know, why did I leave this in Houston? But there's also many nights where I'm like, wow, I'm so grateful that I did move here. There's just highs and lows of relocating. Yeah, absolutely. I I love that. I mean, you know, the one thing, maybe a lot of stylists out there want to relocate. I think that's awesome too. But I also know a lot of stylists out there, you know, struggle with maybe they're just getting into the industry and want to build that clientele, or maybe they've been in the industry for a while and are just struggling to build the clientele. So can you tell us a little bit, like, give me a couple of, of probably key points that has built your clientele the, the, the quickest? Honestly, just making sure that any person you do post about you, tag you, so you can repost it or so their friends can see. I do a lot of referral like discounts and stuff like that. And then 
I honestly was booking clients before I even had a place to work here in Nashville. I had them on my book and I was like, okay, I have my first client this date. I better figure out something. And so I made it seem like I was already an established hairdresser here when I was trying to promote myself and reach out to people and tell them, hey, like you have a good following following on Instagram. Do you want to come in in exchange for promotions? And so they would be like, oh, for sure. And I would, you know, eat the cost of that, but then it would be in my favor also. So just really like promoting. Yeah, absolutely. So honestly, the power of social media. Social media is your best friend (laughs) and your clients reposting you for sure and giving them incentives to want to like repost you and get back into your chair and just reach out to their friends and get everyone to come in is the key. I love that. And, you know, I think I want to point that out because a lot of hairdressers that are listening right now that, you know, want to relocate, want to build the clientele where they're at. You know, I love that you said that because, you know, a a decade ago when I began this journey, I didn't, I mean, we had social media, I I think, I mean, maybe Facebook, (laughs) maybe MySpace. I don't even know what was out there, but, um, you know, we didn't, we, we went door to door handing out business cards and that's no lie. And so, you know, now we have this free app that will grow your clientele. And so I think that's amazing that you said said that because if hairdressers aren't utilizing marketing and promoting on social media, that's where you've got to be. That's where you're going wrong. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, because it's it's free advertising. And if you can get your clients to really enhance on that and you enhance on that, you will go so far. Absolutely. Um, little to hit on this just a little bit, you know, you said you're really careful, and we've talked about this before a little bit in Nashville. But you were careful about who, you know, you used for ambassadors and who you used to help promote you, um, which I think is also really smart. Um, You know, were you can you kind of tell me the direction you went with that as far as, you know, how do you pick your ambassadors? So at first, I obviously made a lot of mistakes because anyone like I would go on Instagram and be like, oh, this girl has a lot of followers. I'd reach out to her, hey, do you want to come in and get your hair done for free? Post about it, all that good stuff. And they would do it and post about it. And I really wasn't getting the feedback like I wanted. So I really tried to like look more into it and look at their engagement, look look at their type of followers and, and stuff like that, like more in depth rather than just like how many followers they have. Anywhere you could have anyone from like 500 to 10,000 and maybe the girl with, 1200 followers will give you more people than the girl with 10,000 followers. So you just really have to see like their key following and look more in depth into just like the, oh, she has 20,000 followers and stuff like that. And I just started, instead of doing it for free, there's an automatic product fee, of course. So I'm not losing money like how I was in the beginning with some people because it really wasn't doing anything in my favor. Yeah. Absolutely. I love those key points because I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people know know of the idea to use, you know, this day and time, everyone uses ambassadors, but, you know, being smart about it and, and having some strategy behind it, I think is really important. Yeah. It's, it was all trial and error for me, for sure. T- trying to figure mm-hmm. out which influencers and bloggers and musicians actually have engagement and like people who would actually 
come to you from seeing their posts. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what would you say to any hairdressers that, um, you know, are thinking about relocating, um, but maybe hesitant, uh, what advice do you have to offer to them? I think that if you have a slight thought about it, you should just do it because it's been, it was definitely, it's always going to be tough. Like it's, you're never going to be able to just relocate and it be, you're going to be making the most money. But I think that if it's something that you're interested in, you should just do it and follow through with it. Don't look back and it will work out for you if that's what you want to do. You just have to put your mind to it and be like, this is what I want to do. So I'm going to make it work no matter what I have to do. Wow. I mean, I completely agree. Haley, can you, do you mind to tell me how old are you? I am 22. 20, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was as wise as, as you are at 22. I would be leaps and bounds farther than I am at 22. I, I was focused on other things for sure. Yes. I know. I I don't really tell a lot of people because they honestly, they won't take you serious. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. no, you need to take me serious because I'm here. Like I want to be a successful business owner and yeah. like I will do whatever it takes. Absolutely. I think that's, that's the attitude that it, that it takes a hundred percent. Yeah. And so, well, I mean, now that you've said that a couple, I have a couple questions there. <laughs> I mean, I'm so impressed about your age and where you're at at your age, but you know, what do you think you did to land where you are now um, at such a young age? Um, having very loyal client and just I never stop looking up ways to market myself and get my name out there. I always I'm always reaching out to multiple people a day to come in and get their hair done or just come in get come in and get a blowout, just something to get them in the door. And I'm always just trying to get that next thing to where people will will do anything to get into your chair. Yeah. 100%. Like my mind is never stopping. I, I do. I still do passing out business cards. Like you said, I, I leave them places just so people will see. Yeah. I mean, that's so great. That's what the other day I actually was on Instagram and saw, you know, someone that I've followed for a really long time. They were like, yeah, my hair credit goes all to Haley Hines. And I'm like, Oh my God, there's Haley. I mean, it's that's just hilarious. It's crazy. And it takes, it's, you know, you have to be brave to reach out to people and, and, you know, put yourself out there. But I guess, you know, the worst that can happen is no, right? I mean, the answer is no. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly my mind going into anything I do. And my close friends will tell me the same thing. Like the worst thing that's going to happen is people are going to say no, or they don't come into you. So why not just go that extra mile to reach out to people and market and do all the things. And I'm just right. like, you're right. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it all. Exactly. I mean, and then honestly, lately, I think in, in my companies, I've learned that not many people actually tell you no. I mean, yes. you know, everybody wants to be a part of something as bad as you want to be a part of something else. So I think that's sure. amazing. Well, cool. Um, so the other thing is you've, you know, you've achieved so much already. What is the next goal for yourself? I want to eventually get into more of like the side that you're on more of like not necessarily behind the chair, but helping other stylists because I've noticed more stylists have been reaching out to me asking, how do you do it? 
I like I've been here for five years and I don't have near as the clientele as you do. And I'm like, well, there's a way to present yourself that makes people that make people think that you have the clientele. So it's more of that aspect. But I still want to be able to help other stylists get to where they want to be and just encourage them and make sure they don't get down about certain things just because they see other stylists on Instagram looking a certain way when really, I mean, they could have the same amount of clientele. It's just all about how Instagram makes you look. And so like, I don't want them to get down on that. And I would love to like educate other stylists and talk to them and just help them and guide them through that too, eventually. Yeah. Well, I could, I could totally see you educating stylists on just being brave as it is. I mean, that's clearly something that you have down that I mean, even that's hard for me. I'm, I'm almost 30 and, you know, being brave is hard for sure. Yes. So what advice do you have for any other young hairstylist with big dreams? Don't let anybody tell you no and don't settle for anything less because I did the same thing starting out. I went, I went into a salon. I started with a salon and I just didn't accept that I was doing towels and sweeping. I was like, no. I don't care what I have to do, but I want to be behind the chair, even if I have to just fake it and figure it out on my own. And so I worked at a salon for two months, just doing laundry and sweeping the floor. And then I started transitioning into doing the sweet life and (laughs) being on your own. And it was the scariest thing I've ever done. Because I didn't have anyone to turn to and be like, oh my gosh, what do I do? I just messed up. Or what toners do I use? What can I do to fix this? You just have to go through it in your head. And usually the first thought is the right one. So you just stick with it and don't second guess it. And it will turn out exactly how you wanted it. I love that. That's so true. I've never thought about that. Yeah. (laughs) Because anytime I would second guess myself, I would end up not liking how it turned out. Whereas if I would have just done it the first way that I originally thought it would have been different. Yeah, absolutely. That is so true. I'm mm-hmm. I'm going to use that one. <laughs> I'm <gonna tell> my <laughs> assistant's bad. This is a conversation between actually one of my, me and my assistant yesterday. I'm like, just go with what you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I took that from whenever you were taking a test in high school, they were like, don't ever go back and switch your test answers. And so I put that into hair, like, just don't go back. Just what you originally thought, just, just do it. I love that. That is such great advice. Such true advice too. Well, I know you've worked too with um, lots of significant amount of high profile clients, such as um, the bachelorette, Caitlin Bristow, love Mm -hmm. her so much. Mm -hmm. Um, Musician, Danielle Bradbury, and a lot of bloggers. So was it a goal of yours to work with the celebrity clientele? Yes, I I would ideally love to just do like country music artists, go on the road with them and just do that kind of thing. Just so every day is different because I don't want to ever like look back and hate what I did just because I got into a rut of doing the same thing every single day because I really do love doing hair. And so I want to be able to keep it at that. I don't ever want to get burnt out. And so I feel like when you do celebrity clients or bloggers, it's just, it's different every single day, especially if you travel with them or or just any of that kind of stuff. And so I always wanted to try to veer towards more like 
the celebrity clients and bloggers. And that's honestly helped me tremendously because of their followings. And that's the key point to being able to grow in a short amount of time. Yeah, absolutely. I, I totally agree. Do you remember what, what, well, do you remember the first time you were working with a high profile client? If so, um, can you share with us what that was like? Were you nervous? Just yes, all, I was all so nervous. Even though it was just basic highlights and in- extensions, I was like, oh my gosh, I, what do I do? What do I do? I don't know. I don't know how to do hair anymore. I don't even know. <laughs> but I actually went to their house. And so that was very, I was so nervous pulling up, having to work in a very tight space, like in the bathroom and washing their hair out in the bathtub. It was, it was a wreck, but it's so much fun. I wouldn't trade it because it just gives you a closer relationship with that person and um, making you step out of your comfort zone. And so that was a lot of fun, but yes, I was very nervous. (laughs) I love that. I mean, when it comes to working with celebrity clients, I mean, is there a certain type of etiquette to follow? I mean, how do you handle these type of situations? I honestly just be myself because I feel like if I were to try to follow like a certain thing or be a certain way, I feel like it would just, I can't do it. I feel like I would seem too disingenuous. And so I just kind of be myself and just kind of treat them like if they were my friend coming in and then you end up possibly being friends with them and leading to other opportunities. And so you just want to just be yourself and not try to be like, oh my gosh, they're, they're some high profile person. I need to act this way or this way. And then you just end up looking weird. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Because it's not natural for you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, any stylist um, who had dream of growing their portfolio with celebrity clients, what advice do you give them and how do they get that started? Just reach out. I I did the same thing. I was like, okay, none of these people are going to ever see my DMs or anything like that. But I just kind of was like, okay, well, I'm going to DM her and her and this person. And I mean, at least one of them's got a reply, right? And that's what happened. And that person helped me grow in Nashville tremendously. And so you just, you just got to reach out and don't give up on it just because like you feel like they're not answering. It took about two months for some of them to answer just because they do have a lot of DMs to go through or they're with other hairstylists and they don't know how to say no or that they want to they want to come to you. And so it just takes time, but it will happen. I promise. Yeah, absolutely. Haley, honestly, I, I mean, I'm always inspired when I get finished with these um, recording these podcasts, mm-hmm. but if I've taken one thing from you today, it's to be brave. And, yes. you know, where I'm at, I still need that lesson every day. So I hope that anyone that listened also took that exact um, lesson. I mean, I think that's, that's huge. You, you have that down. And that is something that people go through their entire lives and careers and do not learn. So that's amazing. Yeah. And there is days where you feel discouraged or like everything that you're putting work into is just not going anywhere. But then there's days that you feel like, okay, it's, it's paying off. I can see it finally starting to return in my favor. And there's on, there's still days where I'm like, oh my gosh, was it the right decision to move here? And, and every, I say that because everyone's going to always have those days. Like I just, I tried to, 
I try to keep it more towards being brave and the positive side, but everyone does still have those days where they're struggling. So I do like to let people know, like, I'm not, I'm not fully, I don't fully have it down yet, but I like to make it seem like I do. Yeah, absolutely. You 1000% have it down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Haley, like I said, I'm, I'm really inspired, but one of the last questions I love to ask everyone on the, on the podcast is, have you ever dealt with stereotypes of being a hairdresser? Everyone has their own version of this. Have you ever felt embarrassed to be a hairstylist or what hair, what stereotypes have you ran into? Yes. When I first started, I was dating a person at the time and their parents didn't accept it. So I, I honestly had to put on a front of like doing something else. And then I was like, why am I doing this? Like there's so many successful hairdressers and I don't know why they're like, I'm letting them and other people make me feel like this was just my second option or, or, oh, like looking down on that and stuff. And so I was like, no, I'm not going to do this anymore. Like I'm proud to do what I'm doing because I have seen many people be very successful from it. And it's something that I love to do. So I don't see the problem with it. And I just, I hate that it gets such a stereotype towards it. And I wish that that's the one thing that I could change about it. And I still work on it every single day with anybody who's like, oh, you're a hairdresser. I'm like, actually, yes, I am. (laughs) Thank you. You Uh, wish you could be. (laughs) (laughs) They do. They they would. They wish. They do. I have tons of friends now that you know, they're like, I totally missed the bus on the whole going to cosmetology school things. I'm like, yes, Yes. you did. (laughs) Like some of my friends who have jobs and are successful, they're like, I'm, I'm thinking of going to cosmetology school. I'm like, yeah, you should please do. Absolutely. I have a friend that I, um, she was, she actually got accepted to speech pathology school and I talked her into not going to her (laughs) master's program and going to cosmetology school. It's the way to go. Like, it's so it's the best job in the world honestly like who wouldn't want to work with people and talk with people all day and make them feel good and setting your own schedules and just being able to be so flexible but also still enjoy working it's not it's not like work every day so it's just it's just a fun thing you can do but also you can be very successful in it at the same time 100% to me from where i'm setting you are the type of hairdresser that's changing the stereotype. So that's um, my plan. You are doing incredible at that. So I just wanted to say, you know, I I appreciate you being on here today. I know that um, everyone listening to this is going to go take over the world now because I'm, I'm also going to go do that after this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I hope so. I hope they do. (laughs) So you know, I just appreciate you being on here and I'm honored to be able to have you on here. And I want you to tell everybody how they can find you because you're, you're one to watch in this industry for sure. Yes. So on Instagram, it's hair by Haley Haynes, just all lowercase. I think that's it. Just Instagram. I don't really check like Facebook or anything. Like I have it, but my main thing is just Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. For sure. Same. That's where we spend all of our time. (laughs) For sure. Well, again, I appreciate you being on here and I'm so excited for everyone to hear from you. 
Yes, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thanks for listening to episode five of We're Just Hairdressers. I'm Tara Harville, reminding you that building wealth behind the chair is obtainable. Mm-hmm.